Hello, everybody. This is the Chocolate News Podcast, and this week's podcast is sponsored by the Ohio Lottery. Keep a fun, Ohio. Play responsibly. I'm your co-host, John Alexander-Reese. And I'm your co-host, Andrea Carter. And if you didn't know, the Cincinnati Herald has been around since 1955 and is the leading African-American-owned newspaper in the greater Cincinnati area and northern Kentucky area. How's it going today, Andrea? It's going fine. I mean, I'm loving the weather. It's not too hot. It's not too cold, though it is raining now just a little bit. But I mean, it's it for for a winter. It's it's been pretty cool and very decent. So, you know, not have to put on that heavy stuff and everything else like that. So, um, I'm doing very well. Loving it. Just That's, loving this winter. Yeah, me too. Uh, me too. Um, so what's the chocolate news of the week? Well, it has been um. It's been a very interesting news week. We've had some fun, some sorrow, but overall we, we've had some good rope-a-dope type of stuff. And um, and we had a record broken. So I'm going to start with a, the first of two records that were broken. One at the Grammys, Beyonce became the only artist to receive the most Grammys ever. I think she has now like the number is 32. It's yeah, it's either 32 or 34. Something and like that. I know it, I mean it it she when when um what's his name? Um he he's he does late night live. Um the guy who does Broadway all the time and sings. Um oh um no, you're right. You, I, I can't remember, but you're right. She, she has 32 Grammys. She she has 32? Yes. Um I'm, I'm late night live, late night, you know, it's going to drive me nuts now. Um, um, oh, you mean, well, you mean the person who won last year? No, no. The guy who, you know, who does, he, he's after the night show. Oh, I'm sorry. Trevor, wait, Trevor Noah? Not Trevor. Oh. The, Trevor Noah hosted the Grammys, who did a fabulous job as usual. Um, but the other guy. The one who does the sing-alongs and oh um, oh I know his name too the car karaoke and, yes I know his name and James he, uh it's James something and and it's it's killing me because I know his name because he's recently you know, you know James Corden sad. James Corden James Corden thank yes. you because I mean it's sad when you know pop stuff and you can't think of the pop stuff's name it yeah. just drives me nuts <laughs> but James Corden did a fabulous job. Um, reading out the names and said, okay, we're about to witness history. And everybody knew it was Beyonce. Oh, and it was a fabulous moment. And, um, you know, she was crying and everything. Because it's very moving. Because um, I think, didn't Michael Jackson held that number at one point and then someone beat Michael Jackson? And then um, it was something else. You know what? Uh, uh, Grammys are not my forte. When when we talk about the Oscars, then I'll know. <laughs> the Everybody has their thing because I mean, I was watching the Grammys and I was kind of like, "Who are some of these? Some of the singers?" I was like, "Who are they?" Because you know, <laughs> I'm kind of like I'm always I like eclectic music and I like new music and I listen. I try to listen to the radio or stream new songs and new new music and all that type of stuff. And they keep changing the genres and, you know, I, I like what I like. And I like when I hear someone good, um, so Samara, Samara Joy, I will say this. So two things occurred at the Grammys. Samara Joy won a Grammy for Best New Artist. 
All right. She has performed in Cincinnati a number of times. She is fabulous. And then the Tennessee State University gospel album also won a Grammy. Okay. All right. So, or at least they were nominated for one. I believe they won as well. And then there was someone else um, from Cincinnati, a, um, a child who grew up in North Avondale. I shouldn't say child because he's 40 years old now. But he was one of the producers on two of the songs for Beyonce's Renaissance album that was part of the historic win. He was featured in some media as well, talking about, you know, the, the electronic hip hop that he's known for and things like that. And he's very proud of being having worked on the historic album. So there's a lot of Cincinnati-esque, or a lot of historical moments for the Grammys. And I think even though it ran long as usual, it it did a fabulous job. There are a lot of surprise wins, like Lizzo won. Yeah. Totally caught off guard. Bonnie Raitt won. Totally caught off guard. Yeah. 72-year-old woman who won. I forgot what she won. Uh, I believe it was Song of the Year. Song of the Year. She didn't even expect it. She said, we were just having a good time at the table. We weren't even, you know, we were just here. And, <laughs> you know, she, she was like, oh, my God. So, and I didn't even recognize her, too. I hadn't seen Bonnie Raitt in a long time. But, you know, it, it's fab it was a good night for young artists, middle grade artists, and older artists. It was a good night for everything. And then when they did the um, 15 minute tribute to 50 years of hip hop, I was wow. like, I was going back to way back when I was in college, because I'm sort of telling my age, because I was there <laughs> at the beginning, to now, you know, and really, truly, I'm a house music person. So, but the beats were pumping. They were good. I mean, I was, you know, it was, it was fantastic. So that was the Grammys. So I'm very happy about the Grammys. So it was a good night for all. Then I would say um, the State of the Union um, occurred last night. Before I get to the State of the Union, I want to talk about uh, one sad note is the, um, the earthquake that occurred in Turkey. Oh my goodness. And, 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 and Syria too. And Syria. And, um, cause I always forget that Turkey and Syria share that border. I know. I right. I, 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 I completely forgot about that until like, I did. Earthquake. Yeah. I mean, it, it's with the middle East, there's so many connections in the middle East. It's hard to remember who's next to who, but you know, unfortunately the earthquake occurred at night when everyone was at rest. Um, people are trapped in buildings there was a story today on the news I was listening to a woman um, talk about a mother standing next to a building. She saw her son alive and moving a little bit. They were trying to get to him. By the time they got hit, got to him, he was dead. But he knew his mother was looking for him, trying to get to him. But he died. And they said there are a number of stories like that occurring throughout the, the recovery process. And all we can do is, if you can... Um, send up prayers for the people who have survived. Yes. Um, and um, I hope that whatever um, le legitimate organization is doing what they can to start providing resources for those victimized by the earthquake, please give. It's going to be interesting to see what the U.S. will do to help and other European countries do to help them as they recover from this earthquake, because they're still digging out bodies. I mean, there was one town that it was so quiet that a number of buildings were flattened and they were all dead. 
but the workers who were trying to find survivors could only pull out six bodies mm. because it was so hard to, to remove the rubble. So it's going to be horrific trying to do the recovery process is going to be very, very hard for this country. I so. know. And the thing is, is like 12,000 people have died so far. It It's, it's so, it's so sad, man. It's so tragic. That's an, that's an entire neighborhood. I know. You know, the, in fact, I think Cincinnati's largest neighborhood is what Westwood with 10,000, 12,000 people. It's about right. the same as the size of Westwood. Mm. Just think of the, that entire neighborhood went away. That That's devastating. Yeah. You know, there's mothers, sons, daughters, children, pets, what have you, all have not survived or barely survived this earthquake. I just pray for everyone to recover and please give if you can to help those who survive. Next up, I'm going to go to um, last night was a very interesting State of the Union address. In one way, it was Joe Biden touting America's economy is doing is strong despite the inflation, even though inflation is slowly coming down. He talked about businesses. Um, he talked about what they have achieved, what they still need to get done. You know, he talked about bipartisanship. He's he's he mentioned the Cincinnati era with the Brent Spence Bridge, telling yeah. the fact that he stood with Mitch McConnell, believe it or not. He no. stood with Mitch McConnell. Um, I almost choked on that one. Um, you know, about <laughs> bipartisanship. Can you believe that? Mitch McConnell and bipartisanship. No, I know. And how, you know, you know, even though um how good, you know, the, the success of the Infrastructure Law Act is, you know, funding a number of projects and how a number of Republicans are now asking for a number of projects to be funded in their area, even though they didn't vote for the act. And Joe Biden said, well, he's, don't worry, we'll fund you all. And he said, and even though you didn't vote for it, we're, all, we're for all of America. We'll fund it. And don't worry, I'll meet you at the, the, the groundbreaking. So, you know, that, that that was a point right there that you you fought against this, but then you realize you need funding for projects and you voted against it. Well, you could have included your project. You worked against you. And so I think Congress has a big problem of the Republicans are working against their interests, so to speak. But anyway, I would say I'm going to talk about two points of the State of the Union. The first point was um, Biden called for renewal for police accountability. He talked about, for the first time I've heard a president do this, as I said earlier, he talked about the talk. And every black and brown person in America knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. Where parents have had to sit down with their sons and daughters. Um, you know, you're afraid every day of them walking out the door, whether it's going to school or going to an event or doing something and just pray they get back home safely. And that talk now about how you get back home safely is even more strategic now to live your life in America, especially as a black and brown person, especially when driving, keep your hands on the steering wheel, don't reach for your driver's license unless they ask you to do that. Let them know where your driver's license is, let them know all what you're doing. Don't do anything, don't reach for anything and turn your camera on. That is, you know, of the talk that I had from my mother, the newest part of that talk is turn the camera on with your cell phone to make sure you, you have a witness to what is going down when you're stopped by the police. Mm -hmm. or you know your 
shopping while black or your um you know going to air and and black you know, just all kinds of stuff um and so he said imagine he said i never had to have that talk with my children the majority of the people in this room talking to congress has not had to have that talk with their children but black parents of black and brown children do imagine being anxious every single day for your child to come home so it was very interesting to hear this white man talk about the talk and then he mentions Tyree Nichols parents who just buried their son last week and they they were invited to the state of the union and they received the standing ovation from the from the crowd and he talked about a police accountability what needs to be done and he said no one should go through what Tyree Nichols parents should go through yeah and you know it's kind of sad that even more police officers have been suspended over this over the Tyree Nichols death. So that's another update that we're going to have to do. Um, but that was the one thing that he touted, especially for the black and brown voters, about police accountability. And, you know, it's not just a white issue. It is now, it is an American issue about what's happening with our police officers and how they're trained. Um, and I'm not saying all of them are bad. Police officers are good. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just a few bad apples ruin it for everybody and because i mean cincinnati is very lucky even though a few may have a few bad attitudes here and there overall we have a very good community focused police force and we are very very lucky that we have that as a result of a collaborative agreement and the growth the police department went through to get to this point so i think we're very very lucky that we're not experiencing same thing that everyone else is around the country. That being said, the other part of the State of the Union was the rope-a-dope. Yeah. I, I haven't seen a president booed or yelled at since Obama gave the State of the Union address. And the Republicans, led by Marjorie Taylor Greene, mm, boo. booed the president, jeered when they didn't like what he was talking about. And he used that to his advantage because he was talking about Medicare and and Medicare, Medicaid, and Social Security. And he said some Republicans have mentioned that they want to cap it or end it. And you know, people start they start booing. And he said, What? He said, I'm speaking the truth. You know, you know, you mentioned a few things. And so then he started negotiating with the crowd about it he said well what he said what you, you you're not going to get rid of medicare and medicaid and social security if if you are for medicare and medicaid and social security stand up and applaud and they did and the republicans lost their issue because that's what they campaigned on at the midterm elections to sunset you know um those two initiatives those two things and um it was beautiful to watch in fact, I'm almost going to have to go find it on YouTube and play some popcorn and watch it again because it was beautiful to see how the Republican Party, where McCarthy told them, don't do anything, don't react. And instead, they went off the chain. And you see him not having a control over his caucus. And they, in turn, made the Democratic Party look good. They made Joe Biden look good for governing. They made him look good on leadership. And on top of that, he showed the Republican Party is not in control 
of what they're doing in the house and that they can be easily led into getting what you want. So that's what I can say about the the the, the um the state of the union. So it was a very good night for Joe Biden. Yeah, let's hope he keeps it going. I think he's, I think he's going to keep it going because I mean they're they're crying ageism and things like that. They they had the Republican response with Governor Huckabee, Sarah Huckabee, you know the the press secretary who lied for Trump over and over again. She's now governor of Arkansas. Mm. Poor people. I don't know why they voted for her, but you know, <laughs> everyone has the choice to vote for who they want. Yeah. Arkansas chose her. Yep. So they're going to reap what they said. And she talked about what how Biden's administration is wrong, that he's bought into the wokefulness and things like that. And basically they said, well, who was she talking to? Because obviously she was talked to select few people because the re her reality and what she talked about was not the reality that we saw in the State of the Union. Other what the reality of what people are experiencing right now. And so, you know, there's that disconnect continuing in the Republican Party between reality and fantasy. And we don't know where the Republican Party is right now between the two. Hopefully they'll come to some sense. Yeah, but last but not least, while the State of the Union was going on, on the basketball court with LeBron James, he did it. He did. Kareem Abul Jabbar, who still looks good, was in the audience. LeBron James made history when he threw, threw I think it was a three pointer or two pointer, in, made this basket, and he became the all time leading scorer in the NBA, breaking Kareem Abdul Jabbar's record. I know, it's amazing. It, I mean, just think that now every time he, he scores, his record goes up. It keeps going up. So it's unbelievable. It's it's um Abdul Kareem Abdul Jabbar was there passing the hat. He passed the basketball to him in terms of passing the trophy. Um it was a big night for LeBron. Um there was an article earlier in last month that came out talking about LeBron chasing the record and how he was striving to do that. And when it occurred, the game stopped. And they applauded him and the man was crying. And you always appreciate a grown man crying for a, for a success. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's fabulous that a legend passed the trophy to another legend. Yeah. You know, not some young wannabe who just determined to do it. And he's a legend in his own mind. It was a legend. LeBron James is a legend. Ever since he got recruited to the NBA, out of high school to now. He is an amazing role model for what he's accomplished, not just on the court, but also off the court. And that he went back to school. He has started a business. He's giving back to his community. And he's just an altogether role model of what an a man who is an athlete should do. Yep. And um, I just commend him on that. And so it was a big win, a big night, big chocolate news. And um, are you um, an NBA fan, John? Uh, you know, I'll watch some games every once in a while, but my mom's a huge, well, I should say a huge LeBron fan. So she texted me like immediately as soon as it happened. I was like, oh, okay, that's good. That's good. She, so she was over the moon about this. 
well, I, I mean, I'm over a moon about it. I like watching LeBron play, but you know what I would like more about the NBA? What? They need to change the uniforms. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there's a reason why women watch more football than basketball. The uniforms. Oh, okay. They're neat. Yeah. They're nice. They okay. conform to the game. Who wants to watch a man in baggy pants or baggy shorts <laughs> run up and down the court? So you want to go back to the days where they were wearing short shorts, basically. They don't have to be that short, but they could just be just just a, a little a little shorter than what they have. Okay. I mean, you know, men have so much in this world to look at and ogle. Women a little something. You know? <laughs> I'm watching a legend run up and down the basketball court. Just, you know, give a little something. <laughs> now, some people call me sexist. They'll call me a dirty old woman. I'm not old. But, you know, just, just, I mean, I mean, come on. I mean, it's like watching um, Tiger Wood play golf. You know, you didn't have buff golfers until Tiger Woods, you know? Yeah. And on top of that, he dresses nicely, even though it's still red and black. He dresses nicely. Yeah. Usually they wear those plaid pants and their knickers and these funny hats and everything. I'm like, come on. It, I know the game is. <sighs> but I'm just saying for every sport there's something for everybody even in hockey there's something for everybody even though they have all the equipment on the padding and everything at least you got pretty boys playing hockey until their nose breaks and then they're all you know look messed up but I mean you got something to look at you got something to enjoy that's all I'm saying I just okay. all right. I mean, that's, a, at, that's a unique perspective know, Let's go like this. F FC Cincinnati's soccer team. More women are watching soccer than they watch basketball. I bet you. I don't know for a fact, but look at their uniforms. I'm just saying. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. And they get and then their shorts are a nice size. They're not baggy. And the glutes are anyway. I'm stopping. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get us in trouble if I continue. Yeah, this is this is turning to a very interesting conversation. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm I'm being bad now. I'm so sorry. I'm being bad. I'm being so bad. Well, I love that we ended on an interesting note. Well, <laughs> it's it's. I always tell people, you never know what you're gonna get with me when I pop up and say something. And I'm just gonna call out to all the women who are fans of any sport out there, whether it's basketball, baseball, football, archery, whatever. If the uniform fits what you're watching, you'll agree with me. If it doesn't, I think leadership needs to take a take a step back and notice what they're missing in their market. But anyway, I digress. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, let's uh, wrap it up. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. I, I love the turn that we took. It was, uh, I didn't see that coming, but uh, uh, I, I like to, John. I like to surprise you sometimes with the chocolate news. You know, sometimes we're very serious and very focused, and we've had some serious moments. We've talked about, you know, some deadly stuff. We've had two people break records and everything. But you know what? If you, you got to have a human moment with all of this, sure. and as a woman who loves sports, I'm a huge Bengals fan. Even though they're not going to be in the Super Bowl this year. Huge yeah. Bengals fan and everything else. I like what I like. Yeah. And every once in a while, 
women got to speak up and speak the truth. I mean, look, that movie, 80 for Brady, that's yeah. out. Yeah. Those women, they're all go Brady for a reason. Yeah. And I mean, they like what he does on the, on, on the field. But they, they're 80 year old women arguing this young guy yeah. who's a legend on the football field. There's a reason for that. Yeah. It, I, you know what? I also saw that um, Tom Brady kind of posted that uh, risque photo on social media. So, you know, it's um, mm -hmm. definitely interesting. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's interesting. If you got it, you got it. Yeah. No matter who, who loves you for it, yeah. you know, flaunt it, take advantage of it. And I'm just saying that. You know, I think the NBA is missing a market. That's all. That's that's True. all I can say. But you know, okay, that's fair. I, I'm just, I'm just here. I'm just no, enjoying life that's... and taking it one day at a time. <laughs> hey, that's all you. That's all you can do. That's all you can do. Okay. Well, that's it for today's show, folks. Um, thank you, Andrea, for coming on and sharing all of that good chocolate news. Always appreciate it. it it's it's my pleasure. I always have a good time. <laughs> and uh and folks um remember you can find more information about today's topics and past podcast episodes at www.thecincinnatiherald.com the sesh newsletter and on our social media we're on facebook twitter pinterest instagram and linkedin and uh once again we want to thank the ohio lottery for sponsoring this week's episode remember keep it fun ohio play responsibly and make sure to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast app. Our podcast is on Apple, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, Amazon, YouTube, and Google Podcasts. In addition, the Cincinnati Herald is now looking for news distribution and delivery agents. Please contact our publisher, Walter White, at 513-680-7076 for more information. I'm John Alexander Reese. And I'm Andrea Carter. And have a good day.